0: Let's check in with Tim Sheehy. Want to bring Sheehy into the mix. Uh, Sheehy, are you a fair guy? Are you a State Fair guy? Um, I spent about, I think, seven or eight years on the State
1: Fair Park Board. So, great event, very familiar with it. It's it's uh, it's everything you want in Wisconsin and more.
0: Mrs. Sheehy. Would Mrs. Sheehy have more fun at the State Fair if she were holding your hand walking through the grounds? Or if she could sneak in and do what she wanted by herself?
1: Uh. Probably if she could do what she wanted on her own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know you're being careful because she listens to the show. I, I appreciate the yes, discretion. Yes, yes. Cream puff or cheese curd? You can only choose one or the other. Cheese curd. Man, cheese curd is killing it. I,
2: I, you know, I'm surprised. Cheese curd has really run away with this little exercise that we've done.
1: Yeah, but to me, okay. cream puff, but, I mean, not to diss it, but it's, it's a bite of air. I'd rather tie into a cheese curd.
0: Um, I want to get you, I love having you on, in your role, you're in touch with a lot of things going on in our community, and one of them that hasn't been talked about a lot, but I assume there's a lot of work being done on, is the stadium financing issue. Is there an update? Can you provide us with any new information about what's happening right now in regard to the needed repairs at American Family Field?
1: Yeah, I think there's some really robust discussions going on, particularly uh, in the Assembly with the Republican side of the aisle. I know the Democrats have also been meeting and the outline seems to be that the brewers are willing to extend well beyond 2040. And as we've talked about before, you know, if you're going to live in your house for five years, it's a lot different if you're going to live in for 20. And so there are going to be a lot of renovations that need to be made. Um, Those renovations are going to be north of, you know, four or $500 million. And so it's going to take um, the state, I think, contributions from either the city or the county and the brewers to get this this done. But the good news is there's a path forward. And just using a portion of the tax revenue that comes from the team playing here would help the state kind of make its contribution. And so I'm always reminded, as you know, we're in the smallest market to hold a major league team. I just met with my counterparts from around the United States. Seattle's looking for a team. Las Vegas is looking for a team. Salt Lake's looking for a team. And Nashville's looking for a team. So um, I'm hopeful that we get this done in the fall uh, because it's well worth the investment.
0: Tim, I'm with you that there needs to be a path forward, and also there needs to be some local contribution. At some level, whatever that looks like, you can put the lipstick on the pig however you want. We haven't heard a lot publicly from the county board, other than a symbolic vote they took? And we've heard a lot, most of it negative, from the Milwaukee Common Council. What are you hearing from the county board?
1: Well, you know, the county board, I think, has a wide range of view on this. Uh, Some don't want to deal under any conditions. I think others are more amenable. But I really appreciate the leadership of the county executive, who is working on a way, I think, to free up some county finances where the county would benefit on its own and then they could take some of the addition um, and potentially make a contribution to the stadium. And that's the kind of creative thinking we're gonna need um, or we're not gonna have a ballpark and we're not gonna have a team. Now, I'm not saying it's the most important asset to the community, but I certainly think it goes to our livability, um, it goes to the viability, it goes to our brand. Um, and it's worth making an investment here short of having to build a brand new stadium that costs a billion plus, which is what some of these other markets are going to have to do to get a team.
2: Yeah, about 30,000 there for today's game. Brewers uh, getting a win uh, earlier this afternoon against the Colorado Rockies. Hey, Tim, I saw this in uh, Forbes magazine. Milwaukee area, and that includes Waukesha, ranked number 16 out of the top 99 most populous U.S. metros for young professionals. So what goes into this ranking? What's the criteria? And why is Milwaukee and Waukesha area being vaulted to uh, near the top of this list?
1: Sure. A number of factors, as I've looked at these over the years, firstly, first they look at, and not necessarily in this order, they look at what, the jo- what jobs pay, what the job openings are, the quality of the jobs, the housing costs, the cost of living, and lifestyle. And so Milwaukee, relatively speaking, has affordable housing. We have plenty of good-paying jobs. Um, and uh, if you look at lifestyle, I'll revert to the topic we just had, um, this market, what differentiates it with, with our uh, housing costs and the jobs, uh, the smallest market to have an NBA team, to have um, Major League Baseball, and access to half the Packer tickets. So those are all big reasons why we rank as an attractive place to recruit and retain talent. And we rank better than Madison. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and taking nothing away from Madison because it's got some great amenities But it doesn't have the, you know, a symphony, a ballet, um, the major league sports, the things that we do have, the concert venues. Those things are what really put us, uh, allow us to punch above our weight class, I'd say.
2: Well, and it's interesting, looking at the list, six of the ten metros at the bottom of the list are in California. So when you talk about some of the criteria that favors Milwaukee, you know, cost of living is a big deal in a professional city. When I say professional, I mean because of the symphony and because of the art scene and because of restaurants and sports teams. Milwaukee has that, but that cost of living, certainly much less than out west.
1: Yeah, and all those things that you listed off, Greg, are accessible. You know, it doesn't take an hour and a half or an arm and a leg to get to a Brewer game or a Bucks game or, or to come downtown or to venture out to the parks. So those are all things, again, that help us with that ranking. Not only do we have the assets, but they're accessible.
0: I want to jump to the hottest job openings in 2030, through 2030. Lead us through the list, Tim, and what do these have in common? Just kind of pick some of these out. Tell us what the hottest job openings are and what that means to you.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think we have two things going on, which is part of what's delaying a little bit the, 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 the impact of the recession is we've got a lot of job openings and we've got fewer people of, let's say, job age, more people aging out of the workforce than entering. So if you looked at the top five posted job openings uh, by occupation, there's about 42,000 open jobs here in, in the Metro Milwaukee area. Uh, over 16,000 nurses, uh, are, are there openings for nurse, nurses, over 7,000 openings for sales representatives, um, about 6,000 for retail supervisors and almost 6,000 for customer service reps. So you can kind of go deeper depending upon the kind of job that you're looking at, skilled trade, unskilled. Um, but there are a lot of openings, software developers, um, uh, computer programmers, um, a lot of manufacturing engineering openings, and so the openings are great. But we don't want that gap so wide that employers start looking at putting those jobs somewhere else. So it's and a Tim, great of, problem to have. Go ahead.
0: I, I I was going to add, and one of the things that these jobs have in common is these are well-paying, family-supporting jobs.
1: They are. They are, and they pay most of them pay well above the median uh, wage for the region, which is around forty-five thousand. The manufacturing jobs alone average, I think, 75,000. So these, these are not uh, these are not jobs to be sniffed at.
2: And, Tim, you have some good news for us for this week.
1: Yeah, I have two ones real quick. First of all, congrats to Haribo. They've opened a 500,000-square-foot factory to produce gummy bears with 200 new jobs. That's awesome. But the thing I really wanted to mention is I, I spent some time in Homeland Security getting uh, some stuff done for work. And I'm reminded of all the things we talk about, what a great country this is. There was a family, which I presume was from Israel, all dressed in red, white, and blue, becoming uh, American citizens. Another young gentleman from Mexico. Um, and it's just a pleasure to see people thrilled to become part of this country, and we got to remember that.
0: That is a great point, Tim. I love it. Tim he is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Tim, thank you so much for being with us.
1: You bet. Enjoy the fair.